it's your girl, China K, and I am the beauty provocateur. And welcome to my show. I am so excited today. This is my first episode that I've done in a while. And I actually have a Zoom guest. Don't, don't, don't. Yes, 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 yes. I like to start my show off by thanking my angels for waking me up this morning. Um, you know, and for happiness. I thank I thank God for happiness because you know every day we don't wake up happy and everything shit don't be sweet every day and, and when, when we wake up on them days where it's happy and I'm smiling and it's a good day and the energy is amazing and it's a new moon today oh! I, it's good it's a, it's a good day I'm, I'm I'm catching a flight after this it's, it's going to be amazing <laughs> so uh, I want to get into this segment that I call what you sipping on today I've decided to go with a little bit softer of a soft drink you know just to see it's early i'm getting on a plane later so you know i don't want to do too much so this is belvoir elderflower and rose lemonade i have high hopes for this the bottle is nice i like the labeling it's very pretty um yeah so I'm going to give it a go. Nice pink, nice blush. Oops, all over the floor. Oh yeah, gonna get a case of those. So, my fave-ish for this week is um i'm slightly anemic so by me being slightly anemic um it means like i don't want to get into the technical term of it because i'm not like a doctor but basically i get lightheaded dizzy low iron in your blood and in my quest for finding iron that doesn't constipate people yeah that's the thing i discovered this it's by mega foods and it's called blood builder so this is a plant-based, this is plant-based iron. And um, I like it, it's done great things for me. I, it eliminates my brain fog. I get brain fog a little bit from having low iron. Um, like I could bend over time, my shoe get dizzy, lightheaded, and I feel like this has done wonders. It's like I, I buy this in bulk. And also with the same company, they have this turmeric strength uh, whole body. So this is like for people that work out a lot and you want to have like a quicker recovery time in the gym. Turmeric is a natural um, muscle recovery, if you will. And I like this as well. I don't take this as much. I take this when I have an issue going on. But this whole brand, Mega Foods, is one of my favorites. And I love it. So, my guest today. <laughs> my guest today. I'm going to take it to you, Don. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. But first off. Since I have my segment of what you sipping on, cheers. What are you sipping on this morning? Are you sipping on anything? Sipping on a little something. I got a little, a little martini just to take ah, the edge off. Cheers. Good morning. Here I go over here being a goody gumdrop, and you got a martini. I'm jealous. Listen, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Ah, so cheers. Nah, baby. <laughs> it ain't got to be 12 o'clock for me. <laughs> so go ahead. Introduce yourself. Tell the people oh, yes. of so, Chinatown about yourself. 
Okay, hello Chinatown, good morning. My name is Adon Spencer and I am the CEO of Bliss Me. We make all natural bath and body products and we make uh, couture candles. So I hail from Los Angeles and I'm here bright and early just saying good morning and wanting to have a great time and enjoy you guys today. And I did have some custom candles from her and they smelled amazing. I got to pick the scent. I got to pick the shape, the color. I love those candles. I didn't want to burn them, but I had to do them because the hoarder in me wanted to keep them just because they look so nice. The packaging, (laughs) I opened up the box, they smell good. But then, you know, I've been working on not hoarding as much and so I had to light them, but I lit them sparingly. And so I enjoyed it and and I savored it. So, you know, the Bliss Me Now, those candles, that's um cheer look, cheers to the Bliss Me Now candles. <laughs> so with, with the Don here, um, a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about women that have kids later in life. And I said one of my friends that a couple of my friends that have kids in their mid to late 50s, I meant 40s. I said 50s, but I couldn't do a correction, so I meant 40s. And Adon is one of those women. So, with Adon here, I wanted to talk to her about and get her opinion on what it's like having kids later in life, the gap, you know, between your your youngest child, your baby, and your oldest child, and what would you feel like you should tell men or let men know about, you know, things that happen with women in their body, what they go through, you know, stress, um, what is that? Uh, uh, part of postpartum depression, all of that. I don't have any kids. So I don't know. Yeah. Educate me, Adon. Take it away. You, right. you have the floor. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I do. I have a daughter. My first daughter is she's twenty years old, and I had her when I was twenty four. And so after a trip to Turks and Caicos, a few rum punches, I brought my son back. <laughs> <That's> um, okay. <laughs> twenty years. Twenty. They're twenty years so, old, right? They're 20 years apart. And so um, last January, I found that I was pregnant and I was 44 at the time. So I was definitely surprised, shocked. I didn't know what to do. Um, and so, but I knew he was, you know, he was, he had a purpose and he was a blessing. And so um, I what, went what through a pregnancy. It was between, definitely different. What, what would you say is your difference between having a child at 24 and 44? Like what were, what was the biggest differences even snapback. I know so, snapback is a new thing now. Right, Everybody's in the rest of Right, right. Back. Well, definitely, you know what, your hormones, because it was just a little bit different. I was way more emotional, you know, with my son and my body kind of, it, it was just, I felt different. Like I felt the aches. I felt, it was just different. Well, you know, when you're in your 20s, you just keep it moving. Yeah. You're just like, I'm pregnant. It's whatever. Yeah. I can remember doing like a jazz uh, caravan thing where you hopped on different caravan buses all through LA for a jazz fest. And I'm like seven months pregnant, you know, whatever. This time it was like, I, I need to lay down. Like it was. I had to, had to lay down. I had to rest. Mama needed to rest. Right. I needed a little <laughs> rest. And then the doctor's visits, because the first time around, they just tell you, you know, kind of this is what it is. But the second time around, you have more visits. Um, they kept like calling me geriatric. Um, that. A geriatric. That is like, like slapping the face. Don't call me that. Don't put that on me. I was really like, don't call. Listen, I was like, don't call me that again. You are not gonna disrespect her like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't disrespect. They really kept calling me old. But that was because it really is after 34. There's a lot more, you know, risks. However, it was, you know, towards the end, it was kind of 
you know, I was ready. I was like, this needs to be done. You know what I mean? And but this was natural. This was a normal. natural accident. No. Everything was natural. No yeah, it was a natural fertility. accident. Yes. <laughs> yes. Isn't, isn't that crazy how around. some women really are like going out of their way to have kids and then you just accidentally like, oops, oops. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's true. Now, with my daughter, it's funny because I actually did have some fertility issues with my daughter. And I took a holistic approach with like um, red raspberry tea. And I did. I, I did a lot of holistic stuff the first time around mm-hmm. because I actually had fertility issues. Now, this time it wasn't. You know, I was just what on vacation. Carefree. I feel like that's and life came in general. Forward. It's like the more you want something, the more it's running. And then right. the more you're not thinking right, about it right. and you could care less about it, it's the universe wants to just give it to you. And you're like, I don't need it. I don't want it. And that's the thing. You have to put your petition out there and let it go. You see what I mean? And that's the thing we have to realize about manifesting. It's really saying, this is what I need. Call it forth. And then you have to leave it there and allow it to come forth. You and know what I mean? So you have to detach come. yourself from yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to happen happen consciously yourself. and you, self-consciously. You, you've helped me with that. You pushed me even to get on my own dream board. It was like, where's your dream board? Yes. When, when you gonna put it together? And I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead. Let me let me do my dream board. Actually, what I did was right. I, I, re, I remixed my dream board. Since last year was a while, okay. I remixed it. I kind of just added right. some extra shit for this year and was like, all right, now right, this right, year, right. we gonna take all that from that last year and this year, we gonna put it together and it's gonna be, right. it's gonna be great. I'm not doing that. Right. It's going to be right. everything That's what you year. do. You put your dream <laughs> board together. You had mentioned about what we say with men and what men should know. And I'll tell you something. They need to be able to be there for their partner because it is, and this is any age, being pregnant, well, first of all, you're giving them the best and the most beautiful gift that you can give them because you're bringing forth life, right? Yeah. And so you're giving gift that's something that they can't do without you. In the process, everything about you has changed. See, here's the difference. With us, the moment we get pregnant, we have to watch what we eat. We have to now exercise. We've got to do all these things from day one to take care of us and to take care of that. With the man, it does not hit them until that baby is in their arms. That's when they're like, oh, I got to grind. Oh, I got somebody else to take care of. Because men are visual. So we're already out there preparing. Because men, on nine, the other hand, months. until they... Right. And so now we're getting prepared for these things. And our mindset has to change because everything is about when this baby comes. And so for men, they don't understand that because it's not until it gets there. And so them understanding that they really have to be sensitive. There's going to be hormonal shifts. There's going to be, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that you don't even realize is happening to yourself. You are quicker to get angry. You are irritable. There's a lot of things that men are probably like, what is happening? And you don't even know what's happening. It's new to you too. You don't even know what's happening. Right. You're just trying to work through this thing. You know what I mean? And so Because even me, my regular like, period hormones, I get a little wacky and crazy. And I'm right. like, God, listen, if I ever was going to have kids, you need to tell my husband he can't leave me when I'm pregnant and got the pregnancy You hear hormones. me? Exactly. <laughs> right. So now imagine PMS on like 10. So seriously, because you're everything. And then your body's not your own. You're a woman. You still, listen. You lose your body so to the dark. child. Yeah. Oh my God, my body, your body is not the same. Like my breasts were super dark. It was just like, what is happening? Did your to feet me? get bigger? Because just... I've heard a lot of women say their feet, feet get bigger and yes. they can't fit none of their shoes. Get a mean to shoe game day, and get pregnant. I have and to can't buy a bigger size. <laughs> I wear a larger size shoe now. My shoe size went up one one size. Yeah. Mm. My shoe size went up. So, yeah. It's crazy. So you're trying to, you know, bring all those things forth and your body's changing and you're feeling kind of different. I'll tell you, I'm six months postpartum 
And I'm finally starting to feel a little bit more like myself again. Like I'm fine. And then, you know, being pregnant during COVID is oh just- Oh my goodness. Doctor's appointment. You're by yourself doing this. So, See, you know. And that right there for me would be the problem. Cause I would have been like, well, we're leaving. All three of us. Girl, that's what my husband, my yes. husband said, we're leaving. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I believe in, you know, how they come in. They talk about pathology in your pregnancy and how a baby is affected. Like if the baby isn't wanted, the baby can feel it years later. You know what I mean? So my thing was making sure that he came through in a real cool and calm environment. So yes. my daughter came through to cherish the day. Oh. And so with my son, yeah, that was, I, and I had it on repeat until she came forth. So when it was time for me to, you know, have him, I looked at my husband like, okay, let's get her. Cause our, our doctors and nurses were like, we love your room. Cause we had music flowing. We were just, you know, it was a cool vibe. Okay, so tell me this, tell me this. Now there's a yeah. lot of women where I ask when it comes to childbirth, I'm like, you know, well, how was it? And, and, and so many women say, oh, you know, after they have the baby and you look into their eyes, you forget all about that pain. Listen. Tell, tell me the real for real. Because one of my friends actually told me the real for real. She was the only one. She was like, listen, I don't care what all the women say. You do not forget the pain. You don't forget it. She said it felt like my cooch was on fire when he crowned. Yes. And I was just like, that's it. That's what I'm talking Girl. about. The real for real. Where's where's the real? Don't give me them sugar. Uh, look, I got butterflies on today. But don't give me them butterflies, uh, cotton candy. Tell okay. me the real for real. I'm going to give you the real. real. Look. I'm going to give you from my perspective, look. So, Adventures of Old Cooch, okay? Because Old Cooch But it's still working. So I'm gonna give you Without assistance, you feel me? So, right. Odie right. Baghetti. Right, you hear me? Right? So, from... <laughs> it's vintage. So, then I have, like, a strict doctor on call. That's another thing. You don't get your doctor. So, that's the thing that, like, I wasn't really ready for. You get who's ever on call when you go into... So you gotta really be careful with the birth plan thing because you'll have this plan and then nothing goes according to that plan. So you have to be real flexible and fluid because if you latch on, and they were telling me that even the doctor was like, I'm so glad that you're flexible because women that come in and they're like, this isn't my birth plan. He's like, they have such a harder labor yeah. because they have issues with control. In that moment, I ain't gonna lie, it is, all of it is a lie. It's so much so that when your child becomes a teenager and they say something like, you never did nothing for me or they get smart, you really do wanna bust them in their mouth. Cause you're like, you don't even understand. <laughs> Just the sacrifices that I made for you to make me hurt you. You know what I mean? You really, don't, you really don't appreciate your parents until you become a parent. Wow. You don't. You don't appreciate your parents. You know, I was gonna I was gonna tell you about one of my friends that uh, ran track. She ran track professionally, and I remember her talking about her birth plan. You know, she wanted to go in. Have yeah. It. She was. She didn't say natural, but she wanted. She didn't want to have a cesarean section. And I find a, a trend right. with a lot of my friends. The doctors always say, "Oh, the baby's in distress. We need to do emergency C-section." So same right. thing with her. She had her birth plan together, whatever. And then her right. doctor tried to get her to come to another mm -hmm. hospital because he had another C-section scheduled. So he wanted to do hers. So rather than waiting and letting her body do what it was going to do, he's like, hey, I want to schedule you. You come over here and let's schedule you. But how can you schedule me if you don't know what my body's naturally going to do? So then it kind of made me like. Right, 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 And she runs. She's an athlete. And so she runs track. Okay. And she ended up having to get a C-section. So now her recovery time is. And I'm mad. I'm like, why am I even mad? I'm like, what's the point of having a doctor going to all these meetings, having birth plans, only for them to just say, fuck your birth plan when you get in the right. thick of it? Because what you going to do? You're already in pain. Right, right, what right. you going to say? No, right. I'm going to stick to my birth plan. That would right. be me. I'd be like, no. 
We right. don't stick because it's another fucking person, bitch. I hired you, you eight, get... nine months ago. I don't give a fuck what you do. Well, show your ass up because you is who I hired, not your colleague. Okay? And so you don't, you worry about them, of course, still, but they're adults now. And so now you become this counselor and this person who just kind of guides them. You're no longer full-time parenting, right? Most parents. And so that's how it should be. I'm sorry? You have, I said most parents, I feel like that's how it should be. But then you have those overbearing ones that want to control all your life, don't want you to do nothing, didn't let you do nothing. Then when you right. get older, you can't do nothing. Right. Right, because you've been enabled. Yeah, for sure. But see, mom was the opposite. I gave her so much independence and tried to really teach her from an early age to be independent and be free because that's who I was. And I think she wasn't. She thought she was, but she wasn't as, as independent as she was. So then I did wrestle with the fact that maybe I should have been a little bit more. But she told me I was a helicopter mom, even though I thought I was the most hands-off <laughs> parent. You just, you just can't win. Hel you know what I mean? I never it's heard that helicopter vibe. <laughs> like you, like you're all in her so business, hovering. You ready? <laughs> you always have a told me. <laughs> so you said it took you six yes. months to get back to yourself. Like in those six months, yes. like, like what, what would you say it took you six months to get yourself? Like what would you say men should know as far as like, you know, how they should be? Like what? What would be more, how you would feel, women would feel more supported or feel more yes. like they have relief or like, what right, would you say? Right, right, right. I'll be honest. You get to a level with your partner that you have never never been through because you are packing your suitcase up there hoping you put on you know the, the grandma panties and it is nothing sexy about that situation and I was really trying to keep it hot and he was really like if you don't knock who's trying to keep who's trying to keep it hot man what's your diaper on I I be keeping it to real I, I was trying to keep it hot I was still trying to be sexy I'm like Mary said take me as sexy, I am or have nothing at all I got and, the, and me no <laughs> I'm still trying to be cute and sexy I'm still trying to be sexy with my eyes back. I'm a, I'm, you you going to get these cornrows, boo. you going to get these cornrows, okay? It's, I'm, I'm still me, okay? You want to see me when I'm fly? You're going to see me when I ain't fly. It's still me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. So, you know, the thing that your man is looking for is he is waiting for your six-week checkup. He just wants to know... When we can, yes, that's all they care about. So now, six but what weeks about women though? Like, how do women are women waiting for six weeks too, or are y'all dreading in six yes. weeks? Well, okay, so it depends on the woman, what her sex drive. <laughs> you know, it depends on her sex drive. It depends on who she is. You know what I'm saying? For me, yeah, it's like all right. You just, you know, you want to get back to normal. Other person all this time, so you want that. So, but I'll tell you, you got to be flexible because six week checkup comes, and my husband had the house looking like Zamunda. He had like. <laughs> He was ready. Which way but loose. You know what I mean? He did. He had rose petals everywhere. And the bathroom was just beautiful. With look, we had our little bliss. We said that's the good thing. We had our little bliss. We go and he had candles everywhere. He had this milk. I make this lavender milk bath with rose petals in it. So he had all this going. It was so sexy. It was so sweet. So I'm like, all right, we excited. I'm like, I'm clear. We come through the door. We ready. So I get in the bathtub. He's got the music going. And my baby just start going crazy. Like, yeah, no, not today. Cock blocking is in effect. Yeah. Um, but but it's truth that you're like okay let's be because that was at the forefront of my mind like we cannot let this happen again yeah. it's still <laughs> and then don't they like, say uh, you're most fertile right after you have the baby right yeah right right well so for us we decided we didn't want any more kids we're a blended family he has two i had one and this makes number four so we just 
decided to have a second. We decided that we was gonna shut this down so we didn't have another chance. Now that's another show right there. That's another show because right. those, those are fighting words to men. When I mention that to them, I'll be like, listen, so you want me to go in and have a full on surgery to have rearranged my thing when you can walk in and out into a little 30 minute procedure and get it done? Like, right. let's take one right. for the team. Let's keep it real. You know right, what? right, that right. Is gonna be, that is going to be, I'm, I'm gonna write that down for another topic on the show. Um. You know, right. I had so much fun chatting with you. We need to do something else. We need to get on like we need to get on like Clubhouse or or something. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And take these right. talents somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? We we need to bring some right, more people right, in this right. conversation because I'm telling you, you, know, you sure. ever want to piss a man off? Tell him about a vasectomy. That nigga go get. Uh, you hear me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga go go feel some type of way. But um. Right. I want to th- I want to thank you, Adon, for taking your time and coming on my show today. And yes, let's definitely Thank figure out how we're going me. to do this uh, next discussion. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we might dig, need to bring some men's in for on the line sure. and say that word, vasectomy. Yes, for and sure. And congratulations on your show. I wish you all the success in the world. Thank oh. you for having me. It's truly been a pleasure. Ah, thank you so much. <laughs> Well, bye. Bye. <laughs> you know what? That was so much fun talking to Adon. I, can, I, I always love talking to somebody who's coming with the real, got a real perspective. You know what I'm saying? They're going to tell you the for real. They're not giving you no fluff. And I know I can always get that from Don. So we're going to be hearing some more uh, about Adon. She's very positive and she just has the spirit of God running through her. Even though I'll be cussing and I'm in my heathenous ways, she knows my heart. <laughs> so. I want to get into story time, which is actually going to be story time. I'm going to combine story time with Ask China today. So, um, worst date ever. Worst date ever. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. So, Steve Harvey had this dating show on uh, at 92.3 The Beat in L.A. And this is when I first learned, like, the tricks of Hollywood. And, you know, I was all excited, like, oh, shit, I'm going out there. I'm about to be Steve Harvey on the radio. I got up there, and they was like, Steve Harvey's at home, wherever he was. He's not here today. He, we're going to Skype him in. And this was, like, in the early 2000s. And I was like, what? He's not here? I was so disappointed. Anyway, you know, it was like uh, one of those. I, I think I was like. Uh, where you pick two or three different what's that show where you pick two or three different guys anyway I picked the guy they set everything up seventh eighth row for the Laker game we was at the Bonaventure Hotel downtown of the 35th floor they had a limo for us a limo I mean it's over the top it was a stretch limo yeah so anyway um, you know, it was cool. Dude was cool. He's a truck driver. You know, we have fun. How could you not have fun? Everything is free. You know, you're in a limo and you're at a Laker game in seventh, eighth row. But let me tell you why this was the worst date ever. And this pissed me off all the hell. And I could never look at do the same. Being that the food was taken care of, I think they told us they were paying $150 on it or $200, $250 on it. This greedy, ungrateful Negro. Well, clearly you can tell must not have gone anywhere, been anywhere in his life. Decides he wants to order up everything on the menu. Shit, he wouldn't even want to eat. Just order it. We look like two fat rats at the table with so much food on the table. And he ate a little bit of this, ate a little bit of that. I'm eating my food. I'm like, okay, where, can I get a to-go box? Like, yeah, we need, you need to-go boxes. Well, he's like, no, nah, I don't need to-go boxes. I'm like, 
what do you mean you don't need to go buy from this? He's like, no, nah, I'm not taking any of this home. What do you, why are you not, what do you mean you're not taking it home? Do you know how much money this stuff got? I don't, I don't, I don't take leftovers home. Instantly turned off because I just thought to myself, like, why would you order a bunch of shit you're not going to eat just because it was free? Like, do you know how many people, I mean, at least pack it up and give it to somebody homeless. He didn't even want to do that. So guess what I did? I packed it up. And I gave it to someone homeless because I didn't want to see the food go to waste. But I just thought to myself, I was like, no wonder you're single. You're arrogant. And your insides are ugly. And I bet he's probably still single with his stinking ass. Hmm. So, my manifesting moment for this week. Manifesting moment is a segment I just introduced a couple episodes ago. Um, you know, being that I had a Don on, um, I do like women camaraderie to a certain extent. Um, like I said before, um, I have been victim of like mean girls. Mean girls don't get different people. They don't get weird people um, because they are so they're cookie cutters. A lot of them, <laughs> they're cookie cutters and they don't get, you know, different people. So my manifesting the moment this um episode is genuine women empowerment there's a lot of women empowerment groups that are just mean girls and they act like they're here to empower women but it's always levels into it you get here and then there's another vip you get here it's another vip and it goes up and up and up and there's always a vip within the vip and within those little clicks they're not nice they are just not nice so they're selling it and packaging it as women empowerment but it's it's really not and I just want to manifest genuine women empowerment you know for women you know women you guys have these groups you need to let other women in and stop just just stop it just 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 knock it off be what you be what you say you are empower the women if you're not empowering them and women don't feel empowered when they leave you're you're just collecting money you know what I'm saying you're just fun right you're, you're just fundraising is what I feel like I mean, but what do I know? <laughs> uh, my 22 cents, my final word. Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, what Forrest Gump say? Life is like a, bu- a box of chocolates. You can plan all you want, and it's going to go however you want it to go. I know when I was about 26, I thought, oh, I'm going to be married, and I'm going to have kids by now. <laughs> God was like, no, ma'am. No, you're not. That ain't your ministry. <laughs> so... 28, 30, 34. Anyway, it kept going. The number kept going up. The, the number kept going up. All right. So, uh, yeah. So I don't have kids. I could have had, I still could have kids right now if I went to this day. But where I'm at in my life, I feel like ah, I'm good. So with me being good, I say all this about let, you know, the universe do what it's going to do. Speaking of a dime, you know, who, I'm sure she didn't have it in her plan. She was going to have a baby at 44, but you never know. You never know. Um, <laughs> maybe God will bless me with a little ginger child. I have a ginger obsession. I'm obsessed with gingers. <laughs> but, you know, thanks for watching. I appreciate you guys. Um, you can go to my website, thebeautyprovocateur.com. On all social media, I'm China K Love. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about the love. Scorpio, stand up. And this, thumbs up. Cheers. And I'm out.